Hello everyone and welcome to the Good Love Podcast, a Good Love Project production with your friendly neighborhood sex geek and good lover, Katrina Boots Ransom. Here at the GLP, we strive for informed, enthusiastic consent, so this is your content warning. The Good Love Podcast is a sex and relationship education podcast directed to adult listeners. We offer playful, powerful, and positive education on sexuality, pleasure, kink, sexual health and wellness, and a slew of other grown and sexy topics. If you find any of these topics objectionable, you're welcome to skip an episode or even the whole show. If you're under 18, we recommend heading over to scarleteen.com for all youth-focused sex ed needs. Now, if you're an enthusiastic yes, get comfy and enjoy the show. Hello. Hello. (laughs) All right, everyone, it's Katrina. It's Good Love Project. And today I have my girlfriend on with me. She is also an educator and just an all around sexy, amazing individual. And we're going to do something a little different today because she's going to interview me. So tell the people about yourself a little bit. Hello, good lovers. I am Charlie Sharp. I am a burlesque performer, a sex worker, an educator, just all around doing stuff kind of gal. And I don't know what else to say, but I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Well, and um, so my last podcast episode, it was like late Thursday night. And I was just like, damn it, it's posting day. And I have neither posted nor recorded. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And I'm trying to get my shit together and go to bed because I have this super busy three days of conference shit uh going on so I slapped together and I and I fully admitted it on the podcast he was like hello good lovers I am a like silly noodle and I have like slapped this together really quick to bring you something so that I am staying on my publishing schedule because if there's one thing that is consistent about me it's that I suck at consistency so I'm trying to follow Princess Callie's um, words of advice that done is better than perfect. So, uh, yeah, I like post together um, some recycled uh, video sound clips answering listener slash viewer questions, which is always useful, you know, because if one person has a question, there's probably at least hundreds you know, tens and twenties and hundreds of other people that have that same question or something similar, or maybe they don't have the question because they never even thought of it. And then they heard it and like, oh yeah, what is that about? So uh, put that out there. But I did promise that I would then talk about the weekend that I was in such a hectic space for. And I'm in another hectic space because I have another long weekend in front of me. So yeah, we're going to record this. I'm going to get it up and posted because once again, it is Thursday. Yeah. We're doing good. <laughs> we're doing good. Yeah, this weekend is going to be really busy and crazy. Yeah. But it's also sexy and fun. It is going to be sexy and fun. I'm going to be at the Kinkback collab weekend with 
the Om goddesses, orgasmic melanated goddesses, just making all kinds of content. They're doing photo shoots and there'll be other podcasters. I'm very excited to work with some other podcasters who have been going, you know, longer than me to hone my skills and learn and also get a chance to get a lot of uh, episodes recorded just interviewing people so yes. yeah and it, it's just gonna be a big group of like black and sexy people kinky people of color for three days in vegas it's fine i'm not jealous or anything it's fine oh, no, i wish that you were i'm not i'm not so jealous or anything i'm not crying about it no who's cutting onions in here i'm not sad it's fine i wish that you could be there <laughs> I know. one yeah. day next year next year next, next year. year yeah but you know what you should do because I know that you applied for or did you did you put in your application to entertain at sex down south so let's talk about the weekend you had <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not being a very good daddy dom with you like checking up on it like weeks later <laughs> <laughs> That's so okay. I, t- I too am not good at consistency and it went on a list of things to do then I opened the form got overwhelmed and said I would come back to it later and then I forgot all about it okay it, it happens happens to the best of us uh, you and I are gonna have a separate conversation later about smart goals <laughs> uh, but you know what you could do because I know that you also want to be able to get to these things you of course know my onyx sister Brooklyn you've met her a couple of times she is part of a leather house here in Arizona called House of Shangri-La and they have a scholarship fund in loving memory of Sadie Hawkins. May she rest in peace and power. And it is specifically for people that would like to go to um, Southeast Leather Fest. Or there's going to be a new one opening up for one in the Southwest as well. But either if it's your first time going and you just want to go. Or if you want to present and it's your first time presenting. Mm. So... You could apply for said scholarship. I will apply. I will be a good girl and apply. Good. Yeah. We can hang out with more black and kinky leather POC folks because it's yes. a good time. This is my desire. This is my great desire. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Awesome. Okay. So the weekend because we did. I did the promise weekend. that I would talk about Southwest Decadence. But first, I'm going to hydrate. So, brave interviewer, fire one. Can we start by a little summary of what is Southwest Decadence? Who are they? Where is it? Why is it? (laughs) The why is always the big question, isn't it? And everything. Yes. So, Southwest Decadence was a, this is their first year. So, this is the inaugural convention yay there was another like leather kink conference that had been out here in arizona for many many years um called uh, southwest leather fest i went to the last one which was in like 2019 and that is dead and gone and buried we have kissed it good night it was no more so we didn't have anything plus 
you know, the Fire Nation, aka COVID, <laughs> attacked. Yeah, so I ate was, that out. Up. Yeah, so everything was shut down, which many of us, of course, have found like that shutdown time, you know, did create opportunities for rethinking things, rebranding, rebuilding, starting new things. And so uh, some other folks in the local community here put together a new conference, Southwest Decadence. So it's a three-day leather and kink convention. There's classes. One thing that's very different, they don't hold any pageants or titles. Mm. Um, So there's no, like, contests of any kind. Um, And it's sounding like they're probably going to want to keep it that way. I don't know. That might change in the future. But I know right now there was talk... uh, you know, from the leaders about really wanting to keep Southwest Decadence very much like communal and um, kind of like horizontal in leadership, control, ownership, and not creating a bunch of like hierarchies beyond people's like, you know, personal hierarchies of like master, slave, dom, sub, what have you, which I really liked. I think that's really cool. I love what uh, leather pageants do and all the community service and whatnot that, and like, you know, charity money that they raise and all of that. But especially for a brand new event, I thought that was pretty cool. They weren't trying to go too hard and they weren't just like doing the same thing that had been done before and just slapping a new name on it. So there were some classic things um, that were still there, like part of Southwest Leather Fest had always been the Dance of Souls, which was a big like ordeal ritual involving body piercing and drumming and dance uh, that always like capped off the weekend. And so I was really glad that they were able to have that, the people that uh, organized that part of things you know, I was willing to work with them. So I did not go uh, this year. I did not go for reasons I'll get into later. Basically, it's just energy conservation. That was the reason I didn't go. Uh, energy conservation. And there were some classes that I really, really wanted to take. Uh, but I, I'm glad that they kept that. They really have that. There's They had a, the Boot Black Lounge, which most leather events have. Where you can go and get your boots or other leather pieces taken care of. Um, which was lovely. I didn't make it to the boot black lounge though. I was so busy. I'm a little bummed about that, but cause, uh, getting like sitting down in the chair in the throne, like chair and like getting your boots done. It's like getting a pedicure, but with your boots on and it's nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's definitely like, you know, your leather's getting cared for, but also feels like you're being cared for. Um, and this year's actually my 10-year anniversary, both of my first leather conference and of my first time getting boot blacked. So look at them. That was cool. Kingster for life. Yeah. There were lots of veterans, people I knew from the community. It definitely felt like a family reunion. Uh, there were also mm. a lot of like newbies, like people that it, it was their very first time coming to an event in the Southwest or an event like mm. this at all, which 
was lovely to see and lovely to talk to those folks. Uh, yeah, so Southwest Deccans, it's classes, it's workshops, it's vending, it's fundraising, all of the, um, they did a raffle for a fundraiser and all of the fundraiser money went to the uh, National Indigenous Women's Center. I think I'm saying that right. It, it went to a charity that focuses on Indigenous women and their needs, which is fantastic. And there's usually, there's like lovely bits of ritual involved, not just Dance of Souls, but even throughout the weekend. You know, we have like opening ritual and they had this lovely reflection room, which I don't remember seeing at uh, something like this at other conferences, other kink conferences before, but I haven't been to a whole lot of them. So, but just like a nice space where you could like sit and rest, or if you had just maybe had like a heavy play session you know you could like get some aftercare integrate uh meditate on what you just learned in class whatever um, you needed to do so that was really great um yeah so that that's what southwest decadence is okay um, i think that is sounds just so fun i love it all right so you kind of went over well, you thoroughly went over what Southwest Decadence was. Can we talk about some of the ways in which this differed from your typical Leather Kink conference? And also, what exactly is the Leather Kink conference? I know it's a fundraising opportunity, but what, like, what is it for those who have never heard of it before? Right. Okay. So there are leather slash kink conferences and conventions um, and then there's also like separately like leather conferences and kink conferences because leather and kink, while they often go together, they are not the same thing. Um, I'll break that down in a second. Sometimes like leather events, multi-day leather events are also called a leather run, which that name comes from like motorcycle culture. And so what these are is the, you know, just like with most other kind of cons, whether if you're going to like anime con or comic con or what have you it's a space for people with similar interests similar special interests um and or lifestyle to congregate to network to meet um to learn um and to celebrate each other and artists and um, I don't know if I would say, no, yeah, I could say creators for this too, because there's plenty of people in the, in the community that also create things, whether it's creating content or clothes or tools, art that is based on, that is inspired by kink and leather. So in that way, you know, that's just like any other conference um the big difference of course is that generally you know people that's also it's great an opportunity to bust out your best your favorite kinky fetish sexy leather wear uh being sure that you're street legal when you go from your hotel room to the conference room or your car to the conference room obviously but then once you're inside like you get to be in this glorious kinky bubble and, uh, you know, people 
you know, we all give each other comments. Oh my God, I love your, your vest, your boots, your pins, what have you. And there's lots of different kinds of these events too. Like some are more like a traditional conference or convention where it might be held in a hotel. Like this one was in like, you know, the conference rooms and the ballroom or what have you will be rented out for a day or a couple days. It may or may not be a hotel takeover, depending usually on like the size of the event. How big and how established the organization running it is there may be a full hotel takeover and maybe a partial. And then there's also ones that are more like summer camp, where you're at like a resort type area or like a campground and maybe your tent camping, maybe your cabin camping. And those usually last anywhere from like just over a weekend, sometimes like five days or so. I have yet to get to go to like a camp out event yet. Like one's like uh, Dark Odyssey is one that comes to mind. I know just the name. You're just like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's Dark Odyssey, there's Winter Fire, there's several others. Um, and those are all like camp out ones. I haven't had to make it to any of those yet, but someday. But I've been to a few of the like hotel convention style ones and they're uh, just so much fun. Um, so I'd say the difference between like a leather one versus a kink one is that... Is it the difference between kink and leather is that the easiest way to say it is that uh, leather is kink, but kink is not leather. Mm-hmm. Um, kink, a kink conference or even just any kind of kink event is going to be like widespread and have a lot of different people from different subcultures and milieus in it showing up for you know to party or teach or what have you and that just largely refers to what we think of as kink as being like non-normative erotic practices right so like bdsm falls under that fetishes fall under that leather can fall under that leather is i don't remember who i think lots of people probably said it and i i know someone specifically said it to me and i can't remember who it was if kink is something that you do leather's part of who you are so leather is a lifestyle it's a way of of showing up in the world um it's can be a part of your identity it can be a family style not so much in like a you know a blood family style but it's, it's a chosen it can be a chosen family style leather is a very like long rich history which i will totally go into in another episode but um there's a lot taken from motorcycle subculture, military to a certain extent, and uh, like DS, dominance and submission. And leather isn't necessarily always kinky or sexual or erotic in nature either. Okay. Yeah. So, so it can kind of be like a, almost like a sorority or a fraternity would be set up, but it centers around this leather aspect. Yes, absolutely. And there are um, leather fraternities and sororities like here in Arizona. We have um, the Phoenix Boys of Leather, um, Girls of Leather, Men of Leather, Women of Leather. I myself am part of 
um, Onyx Pearls, which is a leather sorority for women and non-binary people of color. And then there's Men of Onyx, which is the men's portion of that. Men uh, Onyx came first and then Onyx Pearls was brought in out of that. Nice. Yeah. So, and then people also have similar to how like there are drag families and drag houses, there are leather houses and leather families too. Very, very cool. So we covered a lot about the leather and the kink separation and let's get back to Southwest decadence specifically. What were some of you or like you alone, Katrina's favorite parts? Oh, my highlight. It's going to sound silly, but the food was good. (laughs) They had, you know, like a meet and mingle networking on the first evening where they had like, um, you know, nibbles and stuff. I got to eat green cheese (laughs) that I learned was, it's called Sage Darby. It's an English cheese that's like an an off-white with like bright green veins through it uh, that comes from the sage. Uh, So... Um, you know, there was that. And then there's, there was like a formal dinner on Saturday, which also included the Decadence Follies, which was a lovely like variety show with, um, performers from the community as well as, um, Studio Vava Vroom came and brought burlesque, which was fantastic. And I didn't know they were going to be there. So when I like walked in and I saw them, you know, because I've done shows with them and I haven't in a while. It was like, oh my God, yay, more friends that I haven't seen in a long time that I get to reconnect with. So getting to hug everybody. And then like Sunday with, you know, they had a brunch. So the food was good. <laughs> and hotel, like banquet food can kind of be hit or miss. So that really is saying something. Yeah. yeah like, For sure. Good on you, Double Tree Hilton. You got good cooks. We should put an ad spot in here. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not hit or miss, or maybe it is. I don't know. The products and services that are come going to come up right now. <laughs> Hopefully they're more hit than miss, but I don't know. Okay. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Wicked Sib Essentials. Wicked Sib Essentials is non-binary fashion, pride wear, self-care and ritual products for lgbtq plus witches and pagans find them on etsy and instagram at wicked sib essentials wicked sib essentials live magically part two of this episode will be dropping next thursday where we'll go into what to know for your first time at a leather conference how to get the most out of the experience and how to survive the long weekend even If you're a hashtag fatigued and fabulous spoony noodle, like your dear host. And until next time, keep on good loving.